When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker for the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at the Wisconsin State Fair in West Allis on August 9th for a celebratory breakfast. One family being recognized is that of Beverly Burglis. This Racine County farm was acquired in 1921 and has been in production for 100 years. Beverly starts us off with some history of the farm. It was 40, it was 80 acres and there was a house that was probably, part of it was over 100 years old. I mean, it was an old house and a in a small barn, and I don't know if there was a chicken coop or not, but I know there was a barn in the house. What was the farm? Were you dairy, crops, everything? Can you tell me a little bit about what it used to be like? Well, I can only guess because I didn't, I mean, I'm the in-law in this case, but it was uh, probably a few cows and a few chickens, and they used to go to the green market in Milwaukee and sell pickles and cucumbers and poppy seeds and whatever. Have you seen anything changing over the farm? What improvements have been made? Oh, well, since we, I got, we got married, my husband and I got married in 55, and we, well, they had built a new barn the year before, and they we put up our, but the grade A milking, so they had to put up a milk, milk house, a new milk house. Then a new machine shed and new grain bins. I think there's hardly anything left that was on the original farm. What is the farm today? What does it mean to you and your family? Well, it's, it's where I've lived for the last 67 years. I mean, it's, it's just part of the Burgess family, that's all. What makes your farm unique? Oh, I don't know that anything makes it it's unique. It was a, I mean, for years and years, it was a, a very poor, small farm. My mother-in-law, my, my mother and father-in-law had divorced when they when there was several small children, she she stayed on the farm and raised the the family. There was five of them still at home at that time, and they were poor. I mean, you know, they milked maybe six or seven cows, and I know they had chickens, and I know they had gardening, but I they didn't have much of anything else. The house didn't have didn't have any uh, indoor plumbing. They didn't have a telephone. My mother-in-law was part of a group. They had all come over from Slovenia, which was in Yugoslavia, and I'm sure they had a group that was in Milwaukee helped her. Is there any next generation that is looking to take on the farm or have any interest in that? My farm was always too little to, to support two families when we were working at farm. And, you know, my boy, well, my oldest son died this past spring. And he would, if anyone took over the farm, he would have, but he was 64, and... Other boys will have their own homes, and and I don't have any grandchildren that uh, not none of them farmers. I put it that way. If, if they took it over, they'd live in the house and rent the land, which is what we do now. How has growing up on the farm impacted you? Well, I've always lived on the farm. I lived on a farm before I got married, and you know I I learned to drive tractor and grow chickens and children and. I just never milked a cow. That was my husband's job. What was your and his role on the farm? My he he was uh, the worker. He milked the cows and planted the ground, and, and I was the one that um, worked land. You know, 
cut the hay and bale the hay and uh, wash the milk pails. And, and I raised chickens, and we butchered chickens and sold them for a long time. I had We had seven children, so I was busy raising children. How has the size or acreage changed from then compared to now? Well, we have a new house, which we built in 75, because the old house was, well, it was beyond repair. Uh, we bought an additional, additional 70 acres from adjoining land. When we were milking, when my husband was milking cows, we put up a, a big silo with a lazy Susan around it, so it made feeding the animals easier. Then right now, I'm, you know, he's been gone five years, and my youngest daughter and I live here, and you know, it's my home. So what do you do now? Well, I'm 91 years old, so I've retired for a few years. <laughs> That's okay. But I tend my flower beds and try to keep, I work, mow lawn with the help of my daughter and my son, try to keep the house going. You mentioned you rent your land out then? Yes. Do you rent We've it? rented our land ever since we uh, quit milking cows. And do you just rent it to local people, or can you tell us about how you've gained that relationship with the people who you rent to? It's been wonderful. We've had the same renter since 19, 1995. And he pays his rent on time, and he gets the crops in, and I haven't had any trouble with him at all. Did they reach out to you, or how did you find them? I think they reached out to us. I think that's what happened. He found out. My husband saw him someplace, and they came here. Do they have any interest in potentially buying the farm set now and taking over? I don't know. I've never asked them. See, they've been in transition to the original renter. It's got in partnership with his son-in-law. And I don't know that they'd want the house, but they might want to run. run. I know they have bought land, farmland in the area from other. Mm-hmm. I don't think they buy the houses, but they buy the firewire. So they might want to buy it. And you never know, there's so much uh, new businesses going around in this area of the state that somebody might come and say, oh, I want to do something with your farm. What are some of your memories on the farm? Things that stick out to you? Well, I like, be, I like being outside. I like working. I like working on a farm and doing things. And, you know, I... I know we worked hard. We didn't have many vacations because he milked cows. But we, but we we were able to pay our bills, and when we sold our cows, my, our, we were debt-free. So what were the first few years like? Did you guys have to go through farming during the war, Great Depression, or anything like that, some big key things that were happening? But I know it was tough because my, bro- my, my husband was the youngest, and his brothers had all been drafted or were in the service and so by the time I came along, it was just him and his mother, and I know I know they were. It wasn't easy, but I just by the by the way the farm was when I came on, they were barely hanging on. So you were really able to make something of it and become debt free when you guys sold. Oh yeah, well my husband was a, a really a hard worker. He never. We never went any bigger than what we could handle ourselves. You know, we didn't get the biggest machinery or the most land or the most number of cows. We never had more than 25, 20, no, 28 cows. And we had beef animals, and I had chickens. And, but we just never lived beyond what we could pay for. Beverly Berglitz shares the story of her family farm in Racine County. 
The Century Farm Program originated as a part of Wisconsin's centennial celebration in 1948. Each year, about 100 properties are honored. You can listen to some of these stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.